Hello and welcome to The Life Pod, hosted by Michael Panay and Karim Dow, brought to you by MK Enterprises, a community based on discussing life topics and driving continual personal development and growth. Send through any topics you want covered and be sure to follow and tag us on all social media at MK Enterprises. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Life Pod. Again, today our second episode with Johnny Starr. You've, a, you've asked for it. You've asked for it. We're delivering. Are they really? Yeah, yeah they're so, so many people have DM'd us like, bro, where's Johnny? We're already doing oh, that's what's, great. Yeah. what's he up to? So again, O'Brien Real Estate Corporate Auctioneer and founder and CEO of Never Home. Thank you very much for joining us again, bro. Fuck, it's a lot of titles, isn't it? <laughs> he's, he's doing it all. He's doing it all. Hey, thanks for having me back on. I was Absol- excited. Absolutely, absolutely. I think this episode is just going to be, fuck, the last 12 months, what you've learned, what we've learned, yeah. recap, get deep in person. It's going to be great. It's going to be fucking fantastic. But firstly, I want to, i got a little gift for you both. Yes. Because oh, okay. gifts are nice. So um, we've got hats that are on their way in, but these sweet. are the first hats that I've ever given out for Never Home. Because I've been trying to find a supply for a long time. So there you go. Privileged. Thank put you it on so now. much, Johnny. And there you go. That's for you. Enjoy. Fuck one thing, and we'll touch on it too with your stuff, is quality. Yeah, it, take, it takes time to find good supplies. Far out, I'll tell you what, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's shameless, bro. No, have them, and if you, you don't have to wear them, but I love wearing caps, bro. So I was, I'm like, you know what? I've got to make my find that hats. I, I put hats on when I'm training. When I when I'm in the mood, I don't want to fucking speak to anyone. Hat goes on, blinders yeah. go on. I'm like, just leave me alone. Juicy. I love it. That's I it. love it. All right. I'm gonna put mine on now. Legend. Thank you. I'll get, I'll get a photo. I'll, fuck. You just got tent. Oh, you can't get much hotter than you are. <laughs> so much more anabolic. <laughs> That's great. Protein synthesis has doubled. This is so That's good. That's cracker. So good. Oh, we'll get into it. So yeah, thanks. Uh, it's been twelve months since our last um, our last. Is it called a podcast? Yeah, it's yeah. a podcast. Yeah, it's been yeah. twelve podcast months. chat. We we try to steer away from it being so fucking like serious and yeah yeah yeah. yeah. We want to as much as we want to help and provide value to people. You know, it has to be. You know, we're, we're human beings. We have we want to laugh. You want to you know. Yeah, we're we're Southeast Melbourne boys. Absolutely. We? Like we're just areas of We're just humans trying That's to it. live life. That's it. So fuck, 12 months, probably the first good period we've had without any COVID bullshit. Mm, so yeah, no bro. excuses. Yeah, literally. Yeah, no, absolutely. No nothing. 2022 um, just disappeared. It did, it did, definitely. I think a lot of people in 2021 were saying 2022 was the year of, you know, getting shit done. But, it, you know, so I think a lot of people did. What about yourself? How was, how was your last 12 months? I had the best 12 months of my life in 2022. That's fantastic. And um, I want to continue that this year as well. And I thought coming on this podcast, how can I give the viewer some value? Because when you watch things, what's in it for them? Do you know what I mean? So I'll talk about what's worked well for me. You don't have to do it all. And then I'll just answer your questions and, <coughs> you know, we'll just go off the cuff as we do. Yep. But um, the last 12 months, man, do you want to just get into it? Yeah, just yeah. Here, yeah I think like, so. Yeah, like, we will ask we, some questions if you we like. We want to yeah. reflect on... 2022, yeah. good, bad, why, what happened, what changed. The other thing too is, that's fucking crazy, is when you came on, I think we had like maybe, what, 200, 200 followers? followers? And we've now got a thousand more. 50, yeah, like oh, really? Almost yeah, so we've almost got another, almost 1,500. So I think maybe for some people who don't, don't know, know you, the ones that have just joined yeah, the new followers, followers. Okay, yeah, give them a yeah, quick intro. Very yeah, quick. Sure. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> no, no one's. I just like working out. I'm a real estate agent. I try to stay in shape, and I have. Try, a, he try. It doesn't try. That, you, know, I, I, just, you know, and, whatever. And I've got a, a clothing, a clothing line that I started 
2014 called Never Home. Because I'm never home. It's just the coolest <laughs> name ever. So I, uh, I I just try and manage all those things. So I, I structure everything where I can kind of fit it all in, uh, you know, make make time for I always and, I always watch your stories and genuinely think, like, fuck, man, like this guy is a prime example of when people like tell me, oh, I didn't have time or I couldn't do it. It yeah. makes me angry. I just think like, bro, this guy's working. Let's just use a bare minimum of at least a nine to five. In real estate. Yeah. Then you train for at least a couple of hours. Then you meal prep for your whole week. Then you do your grocery shopping. Yep. Then you're still sleeping eight hours. And that's if you're And you're doing audio books. And it's like And that's if you're working a standard job. And boy can I fucking tell you at a high level auction. Real like estate yourself, is not nine to five. <laughs> real estate is not an easy job. Yeah. It's not easy. I actually remember us getting into the industry and seeing how full on it was and the hours worked. And I just I literally thought of you like, fuck, how does this guy go to the gym? And do real estate and yeah. have his fucking clothing brand. 160, yeah. 168, 164 hours in a week. That's how you use it. I think people overcomplicate it. Um, I'm, I'm lucky though, right? Because I don't have kids. You know, I, I'll, I'm a lone ranger. Yeah. It's got a missus. So I can do whatever the fuck I want anytime, <laughs> which is really good. Um, but man, like getting things done comes down to being really organized. You know, I've got. <clears throat> Extreme discipline, and I think uh, well in advance on everything I do. So even today, right, charge the charge the uh, the mic because you asked me to last night. Yep. Made sure I was early. Did you know went ca- did cardio and abs this morning because I need to stay consistent with that. Had my meals, brought a meal too because I want to have a pre workout meal because we're training after. Brought yep. on my subs, brought my pre workout. I want you guys to try like the new sample. But I'm organized. Yep. So I I just think uh, like even like right now I'm training so hard because I want to compete. In five years. So I'm doing posing every Sunday with Johnny Barless, a posing coach, but I'm preparing, you know. And people say, how do you stay so lean all the time? Like someone just DM me then. They're like, how do you stay like, you know, a couple mm. weeks off competing? Every- Dick skin lean. Uh, well, I, I just train myself to learn how to do this. So when I do compete, it's easy, you know. So it, it's that saying that people say, it's like <clears throat> you sweat in training so you don't bleed in battle. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So I just try and make myself uh, get used to suffering a little bit, and then it, 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 everything actually is pretty easy. It's actually a very deep quote. If you yeah, think I like about that. It. Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. But so, I also like like you said about being organized. If we just take food as a very simple example, because you know everyone wants to just be healthy, or whatever. Yeah. It's like if you don't have, let's just say, a very simple meal of chicken and rice, just sort of prepped in the fridge or mm. whatever it is, you're so much more likely to again just get takeout which is not the issue but it's like when you do get takeout they're not you're not going to get a salad or a wrap you're going to yeah. get something really fucked up yeah and again like you said it's like if you just, if it's there if it's prepared that's it it's yeah imagine like now you rocked up and then we have to start setting up the mics and shit it's like it, it doesn't oh, flow i'd be disappointed I, exactly <laughs> I, yeah. I genuinely think that's probably one of the most in in my perspective to impressive things about yourself is everything you've got going on, your structure and your, what's the word? Discipline and yeah. your relentlessness in, in getting your shit done. Like, I think that's yeah. probably the most. It, it's actually not hard. Mm. Yeah, tr- trust me. Like, anyone can do what I do. But I think he has to be so disciplined and so organized because he's got so much going on. Yeah, he's right. Feel, and he's if, right you, yeah. if you flip that, if you don't have much going on in your life, let's, again, let's use the nine to five example. You come home, You're you sit on, on the couch, you watch him Netflix, spot you go on. to sleep. It's like, Things can be blase and all over the shop because it's not actually going to afford to. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not going to be yeah. detrimental to anything. But if you've got a million things on the go, if you're late literally three minutes here and then five minutes here, that's eight minutes. That throws off the whole day. Mm. Very good point. 
Because you can get, you can get, you can get look, there's a good audio book you should listen to. So any, anyone watching this, you know, you might get bored and skip it. But one snippet of gold that changed my life is this book. And I'll bring it up. And I just want to make sure I actually get the right name of it too. Um, it's a free audio book on um, YouTube. And it's called Do It Today. Okay. So this one here, it'll look like this, Do It Today. Can you see that? Or we'll chuck it in. Okay, chuck, yeah, chuck we'll, it in. We'll chuck it in. So if you get nothing out of this podcast and you just think I'm a fuckwit, which is a lot of people still do, I don't know why, but who cares? Um, Do It Today uh, by Darius Forox changed my life. I listened to that book about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Yeah. And I had a moment where I was like, wait a second. Why the fuck am I not meal prepping right now? I've got all my fruit and veg. Mm. Why would I put it in the fridge? And sit it there where I can just meal prep it right now. It's going to take me like 20 minutes, half an hour. That way you're not double handling as well. It's like it's done. Double handling, yeah. So I, I actually got really meticulous with, with all the all the one percenters in my life that, that didn't happen. Yeah. And, um, and that gave me a lot of momentum to get a lot of shit done. So it came down to, to systems. So with the – like I'll give you an example, right? When I prep my meals, I only prep – Minimum 10 meals at a time now because I actually don't have enough time because I've got so much going on. Yeah, absolutely. To sit and make two or three. I mean, why the fuck would I sit there and make three meals when I can make 10 in bulk? Yeah, bulk make it. Yeah. And I don't even track my food anymore. I just track the oats in the morning and the yogurt at night. But the other meals, apart from the protein, the rest is just I'm so used to it that I know what I'm doing. Mm. You get into these habits and it's very efficient. So if you just spend an hour making 10 meals, you make a few other meals a day, bro, that frees up a lot of your time because you're not, you're not going out eating out with friends at work, eating shit. You actually save money too. Mm. And the, the more I sort of cut back on my expenses with life, like the Camry, I don't, I don't own a car. I, I love that. I love that thing, uh, that yeah. aspect about it. Yeah. That's I don't own I, a car. It's yeah. my dad's spare car. And I thought, oh, this is mad. I won't go lease a M4 for 15, 1700 a month. And it gave me a bit more cash flow to put back into the brand mm. and less pressure on me too. Because now I don't give a fuck if what anyone thinks what I'm driving because uh, I know in myself what I'm doing. So that's a big thing I want to touch on later. But yeah. continue, yeah. But I only just got this. I had to hit like 28 to figure this out. Like when I was younger, I was leasing all these uh, cars trying to look good. That was my insecurities, mm. um, which is like every young kid's going through that. So when I see a young kid with a mad car, I'm like, oh, fuck. You're ruining your future right now. But you'll learn, hopefully. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. You know, they got no money in the bank. Okay. Yeah. It just comes down to financial literacy. It's like <coughs> I'm, yeah. plan, I'm, plan, I'm planning on buying myself a nice car this year. Yeah, don't. But everybody's really talking. And I, totally I understand it's a very shit financial decision. Don't do it. I'm t- I know. It's a very dumb decision. I've just always wanted it. And I'm like, I'm happy to put myself in that position because it's just like, I understand it, but like, I, like, I'm, my point behind this this sentence is like, at least you'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> this this is what this is what I'm trying to say. I understand it's a shit decision. Some people just do it, like you said, purely on insecurities and purely on yeah. like trying to look the part. I'm not doing that. It's like this is just a car I've wanted since I was a kid. Yeah, I'm a car person. All of that. So Get many, it. Some, so many. Arguments. And uh, and I'll touch on that. Right. <clears throat> One thing I learned in the last year too is. Uh, when someone has an opinion on something and you got another opinion and you can't be fucked dealing with it, like he's going to get that car, go get the car. Mm. I'm going to waste my time telling you not exactly. to get it. Mm. You go get it. Because I can say, hey, don't get the car, put it, save for a deposit on a house, put it back in your business, tenfold that money, put it into marketing. You've already got your mindset on the car. 
I'm wasting my energy telling you. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to piss you off anyway. <laughs> uh, fuck it. I, I'm not going to waste time telling cunts that they should do different things. So half the time I'm talking to people, I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Okay. That's a great idea. Thanks. It's like, cool. You do that. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to do it my way or the highway. Yep. The best thing to do. So for, again, the people that don't know who Johnny is, that is Johnny. Um, <laughs> what... What have you been up to the last 12 months since we last spoke? Yeah, so the last 12 months, dude, you know, I fucking met a girl. Beautiful. And how long is that? 10 months today. Fuck. Happy anniversary to Johnny and his beautiful missus that supports us so much. She loves you guys. Thank you so much. She's really good. Insert name. And I... I, (laughs) Shout out. Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) So I met a girl. That was good for me because uh, I was pretty uh, MGTOW for a while. Men go their own way. Is it, like I said last time, if you get the relationship wrong, your life's fucked. You need to get it right. And I met this girl and I'm like, mm, is she psycho? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can make them psycho. <laughs> I can t- I, they, it's, they become very insecure and I get insecure too. Like, what are you wearing? Why you got your ass out? Like, I'm, I'm crazy yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm very uh, territorial with my females. Anyway, so we got As along. As men are. Uh, yeah, we're, we're men. Plus, we're when men. you're on test and trend, fucking, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on a bit of shit at the moment. So, um, met her. That was being. That's been good. And then because I've had her, I haven't been distracted with other girls because I've just got my eyes on her. So you don't waste time because you know sometimes guys are t- speaking to twenty girls on their DMs. Girls are speaking to twenty guys. When you get cut that out, you save a lot of time. Yes. You know, because you, you got your heart set on that on that partner. So I met her. I worked on the brand re- uh, relentlessly while relentlessly while I've been working my real estate. And um, I've just tried to plan my, my life in 5, 10, 15, 20-year blocks uh, ahead, you know, even if I'm going to do competing and things in the future. I've just been planning and just sticking to my plan for my life because it's my life. I'll do what I think is right for my life. Mm. I don't care what anyone else thinks. I do things I enjoy. It makes me happy because you know what? We've got to be happy, bro. 100%. Yeah. One thing I wanted to touch on about the whole relationship thing, especially with people that are a little bit younger, like our age and in just today's society, is that obviously you've been lucky to find a girl that just allows you to have as much freedom as you do. Because I'm sure you guys don't spend six hours a day together. No. Like you get up, you're going to work, you're training, you might yeah. send her a message, but it's like that's really hard to find. A lot of guys and girls – it can't be like that. They go, yeah. why don't you mess with me? Let's go out for dinner. Let's do this. You're like, I don't oh, want to fucking deal with that We don't go out for dinners, yeah. We had this conversation at the gym the other day. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Like yeah. you just, like, I'm just saying that's like, that's a, such a hard trait to find where you can have that feel. Like you're almost, you're single but you're in a relationship. Like you're doing everything you need to do for your growth, for your health, for your yeah. business. Yeah. And she supports you. She's like your, your backbone almost. She's not just putting it on you like yeah. nagging saying, oh, you need to spend more time with me. We need to do more. This. She understands that this is mm. a part of the process. I might see her like one night a week, if that. She stayed over last night because, you know, it was 10 months. Um, but I made it clear from the start. I said, hey, if we're going to be together, you need to manage your emotions because I can't have someone who's hyper-emotional, especially if I'm, if I'm out there on social media doing things because people, like I've had girls in the past that, they get too, way too like yeah, attached yeah, to it. Yeah. And your girl comments on your thing and you comment back and you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, Relax. Yeah, it has to be. You know, it's personal brand. Not, it's yeah. a, at the end of the day, it's almost it's a business. Marketing, it's marketing. It's like so she took that on board early. <coughs> she's been hasn't faltered, and um, hats I, off to her. Uh, she's been great. Yeah, she she she'll, she'll get on this podcast one day because she's very smart. And um, can't well, wait to have Beyonce on here. Yeah, <laughs> she's good. 
And then she's been very supportive too. So when you, I've been lucky enough to have someone to support my brand and everything I do. And just, she actually tells me, you're a machine, keep going, you're mm. a fucking machine. So we uh, really encourage each other, which is good. So once you get that part of your life right, that's a big thing out of the way. Hopefully um, it's, it's, it's looking great. And then uh, we kind of set, set a few holidays. You know, we went to Vietnam uh, a couple, like six weeks ago. That was a mad little break because it gave me some downtime to just chill see the world and realise, fuck, we've got it good in Australia. Yeah. You know, mm. we're all chasing, we're all in this rat race, trying to be this, trying to make money, all this shit. And then you go to Vietnam and these people in the streets, like fucking no shoes. It's grounding, isn't There's it? There's like these dogs, you're just eating shit off the floor and you're like, fuck, my life's good back home. You know, I, I need to see that again mm. to ground me. Again, we, we compare our problems and then we think our problems are so big and then you, again, you compare yourself to like a third world country or a developing country where it's so... Everything, like our problems are so minuscule. We're living the dream. We, we just adopted my cousin. Her mum died. So she's a 26-year-old girl, Charles. She lives with my parents now. Her, her mum died, my mum's sister. She's come from Fiji. Very, um, like, very poor. You should see the village my mum came from, bro. <clears throat> it's freaking... In Fiji? In North Fiji, like this little place called Raki Raki, if you Google it, Raki Raki. So she's living with us. Bro, she's, you know, got a few friends. She's trying to find a job. She's living the dream because she's come to Australia. She's living the dream. She's living her dream life compared to where she was. So it's these reference points that you need to look at. And sometimes you, you, gotta, you take life for granted, but you've got to look at the positives in life all the time. And you have to say, you know what, this is good. And then make the most of it because you can do a lot in Australia if you want, if you have a little bit of discipline because most people are lazy, a mm. little bit of consistency. And just work a little bit. Most people don't work that hard, I've noticed. You know, they think they do, but it's yeah. getting, it's that mentality of like, oh, I can't do any more, but like they don't really know where the boundary is. It's, it's the same thing with just lifting weights in the gyms. Like you think you're done, you've got so much more to give. Yeah, yeah. Or they're probably not resting enough too. But in, back to the, in regards to the whole lifestyle thing, it's like, if you, get, if you compare to our parents, like, you know, COVID or whatever the hell was happening, it's like they don't, they're almost not affected by it because of their childhood traumas and what just just the conditions that they grew up in, the financials, the, uh, you know, how many people in one house, all that little shit. So they come to Australia and like their car might break down or something, and yeah. they're just not phased by this little shit. When when we had COVID, my my dad said, "Fuck, people are complaining because they have to stay at home to get paid." He goes, "My fucking dad had to go to the, the war. Mm. You know, he was forced to go to the war when he was 18. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a good point. Mm. It's perspective. But look, either way, your situation may be different and what you're going through mentally, no matter what you say, people are going through shit. Because I've been at rock bottom, been suicidal, been on the train tracks, want to kill myself, had a lot of social media bullying, being a drug addict. Man, I've, I've, I've run from the police one night, jumped a fence, slept on the roof of a house while it was raining. That's the shit I've been through. Fucking you know? hell. Sold guns out of apartments, sold coke, ice everything being through these stages with the wrong people it's fucking out of control so i've been to these rock like fucked up places and now i'm just like yeah good get to train a couple hours cardio a day whatever lift weights it's easy exactly it's like past trauma puts you in a position where like oh wow i have like you seeing that you have to get up at 4am to train again is a privilege not like a oh fuck i have to get up at 4am you see it's like well, if I've been on the roof of a house when it was fucking raining, yeah. I haven't told that story either. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a lot of stories, bro. I'm sure. I'm sure. It comes down to the whole again social media thing. Is that like people just say Johnny Star, this you know athlete, this machine, this guy's like 
you know, super successful, but again, they don't see the, sh- the, the down shit. And it's not about like being poor and being broke. It's just like, again, childhood trauma. We go through shit. Yeah. Running from police or doing this and... Bro, I've been in the Divi van a few times going back to the police station. It hasn't yeah, been... Yeah, they suck. Yeah, but that's life, you know. But then you got to learn through these things and now I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to let that happen again. And uh, I, I, you have to look at... Like, I look at my year. So I've looked at this year and every month what I can do and what, what I did last year really well, which worked for me, was I didn't do many social events because in the past I'd go to one, I'd have a drink a line of coke go to the bathroom another line of coke it's like get home 11 a.m the next day looking at myself in the mirror going the fuck am i doing mm. you know i've trained all week and now i'm losing progress so you go up and lose a bit of progress and then you never really get exponentially great so if you look at me last year bro i put six kilos of muscle on okay literally muscle like muscle li- not a gram of fat i bro. stayed lean like look at the legs now <laughs> since last year right, let's, we'll do it we'll do a comparison like compa- like they, yeah. they should have put a bit of size on I don't know if you can tell, but they're actually, they've gotten bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah, much, much bigger. <laughs> so, and this is like, if you bring the waist in, but I've worked, I've managed oh, to. They look so much bigger in person. Because <laughs> yeah. people don't realise how tall I am. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking So I was, uh, you know, I'm like 89 kilos and pretty lean now. And this time last year, I was about 83 with you guys. Mm. <clears throat> That's that happened in 12 months. And, and that has been because I have, consistently trained and i had an injury too i fucking tore my uh, tendon i'll talk about that but i didn't go to all these social events i all the work parties i just left early smoke bombed them went home slept uh, didn't drink didn't do drugs didn't do any didn't do anything so i had a lot of momentum I just kept getting better then i looked at all these uh these pro athletes and i'm like fuck it's actually doable i can be the best in the world you know, I can be the best bodybuilder in the world if I stay on this journey and give it enough time, you know, because my goal now is five years. I want to get to the Olympia and I may not get there. People think, fuck, this guy's a dickhead because it's just so unrealistic. But I believe it. 100%. Yeah, and that's the, you have to back yourself. <laughs> exactly, bro. That's a huge fucking part. Yeah. You so manifest it. <laughs> I, I look at the camera now. I believe I can get there with time. It's going to take time. So my, i got to put on another 13 kilos or something. But I'll do it just with time. It's just going to take time and consistency. There's nothing stopping me but me. You know what I mean? So you got to look at that in your life with everything you do. It's like, first, once you believe you can do it, and then you have the right coaching, you can do anything. Because people that have done these things, they're no smarter than you usually. They're just, they're so crazy that they think they can do it. Like you being in real estate now, Fuck, that's a good, that's a good way. Fucking yeah. fantastic way to think Fuck, about. Yeah. they're just crazy. They just had the balls, yeah. and the coach. To mm. Oh, just, you know, people, people think I'm stupid. Don't give a fuck. What are they doing? Mm. Fuck you doing with your life. I'm going to do what I want to do. And you can watch me from the back, uh, the, you know. Sidelines. The sidelines going, you know what? I think he's actually going to do it, mm. you know. And start, people start believing it. Like, holy shit, you know what? He's doing the posing. He's putting on size. You know what I mean? He's learning. He's getting the coaching. It's all starting to make sense now. So, So, uh, with with what you're doing now in your life, you can take 2023. That's why I made this t-shirt, right? All-star. Fucking amazing t-shirt, by the way. I love it. Thanks, bro. So good. Uh, But you can look at your life now and go, I'm going to kill it this year. 
I'm going to waste another year. I want everyone to kill it. You know, I want everyone to turn this off. I want everyone to smash the year because... Could be an appraisal. <laughs> it's <laughs> past Vendor. <laughs> doesn't matter. This is more important. I want everyone to smash this year because you, you can. And I've been at rock bottom. I'm not smarter than anyone. The, the only reason I've got more knowledge is because I read a lot. Of, I did 43 audiobooks last year and this year I'm going to do 104. So I'm about to finish my... Why, why that specific number? It's two a week. Oh, okay, yeah. So every week, by Wednesday, I make sure I finished an audio book on Audible. And that's not just Great. setting yourself a goal of knowledge and, and books. That's, setting, that's also then corresponding with your fitness because as, as I'm sure you listen to those on the stepper and doing your steps and stuff, do you not? Yeah, yeah. So drive as well. Yeah, yeah. So every, every day when I do stepper or anything really, I, I, I just pump the audio books and I fuck off the other shit. Because they average like four or five hours of an audio book. And if you're doing, that's like 10 hours of knowledge a week. Couple hours a day, yeah, yeah, and, and bro, I've I've learned so much from these books, mm-hmm. so much, it's yep. ridiculous. So even if it's like one again, people don't understand again the power of momentum and compounding knowledge and comp- think of it like interest. Like if you learn one thing from one book and you did 40, 43. 43, that's forty three bits of new information that you can pass on. And that's just, and that's no, like no, it's it's more because you get twenty snippets from each book. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. As a bare minute, if you learn one thing, oh, that's yeah. how much knowledge you're going to learn. It's like people don't understand the power of. It. And same thing with what you're talking about before in terms of like training stuff. Again, the power of momentum is so underrated. Like my training has been a bit shit at the moment. It's like and trying to get back into it is so much harder than if I just never stopped or like we're just on that peak, like you said. It's like use momentum to keep moving forward and just get faster and faster and, and more and more and more. Consistency, yeah, yeah. One thing you like, based on the last twelve months that you've had, you've sort of said that it's been a fantastic twelve months, and you have had that incline of growth. Has there, in the last twelve months, been those points in life? Because obviously, life's not linear; doesn't move straight, doesn't move perfect. Have you had those dips throughout the last twelve months? No, I didn't let it happen. So I know every fuck up that happened last year. Yeah, and there's only a few because I like shit's going to happen. So first thing, what I did was I realized that okay. I need, I need to know, firstly, the shit's going to happen. How stoic can I be about what happens? First fuck up was February last year. I Like 2021? 2020, 2022. So this is Oh, sorry, so 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I can, tell you, I can tell you two of the main fuck ups. And they're not that bad, like really in the scheme of things. But I didn't let it phase me. First one. And that's recent. Uh, car was parked to the front of my old place. And I mustn't have locked the door. Oh, yeah. Fuck. And that one night, I left my MacBook Pro in there. Um, there was some clenbuterol. There was some other shit in there too, and it's a pair of sunnies, um, a couple, a couple like uh, fragrances. Anyway, I wake up in the morning. The doors open. Someone had uh, robbed, taken everything. I, uh, I said, "All right, you know what? Fuck it." Went to the gym. Just left it. Whatever. I said the person who needed this was uh, door pulling. That's what they call it. I'll deal with it later. So anyway, the next night I was a bit psycho. I rode, drove around the streets at 2am looking for the cunt's door pulling. Yeah. Found two people on, and they stole my wallet as well. Had a bit of money in there. Found two junkies. I'm like, hey guys, hey, I'll give you some money. Can you find out who's got my Louis Vuitton wallet and some other shit too, MacBook Pro? Because he goes, yeah, we do we do door pulling. So we pull the cars on doors and see when they're open. Just trying as to As if they stopped drugs. and spoke to you, you think they would have just run off? 
No, I was really nice about it. I'm like, hey, God, I need some help. Come here, come here. <laughs> come here, come here. You got any, you got any shit? You got any shit? No, get him in. You got you to be smart. Like, you, you know. It's anyway, that, I'm like, by the way. In a hood, Johnny. I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember 12 months ago when that happened and we were talking about it because you were just like, didn't you make a video like, guys, you stole my MacBook. Yeah. You forgot to take the charger or something. I'm like, shit. I'll leave the charger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll leave the charger. Come and grab the charger at least because the charger was there. Anyway, that happened. Not too bad. Got over it. Got a new one now. It's here. It's better. Uh, whatever. Then uh, a little bit later, a uh, dog got run over. Did they end up helping you, though, guys? Or were they useless? I texted a few times. Nothing prevailed. <laughs> but I got over it. Next thing happened. Did you say your dog got run over? Yeah, a dog got killed. So um, opened the back door for him to take a piss and. Uh, the front gate was open for some reason. And um, I'm like, where the fuck's Tex? You know, he usually comes back inside. It was like 6 a.m. I was like, oh, fuck. I got a funny feeling. So I walked outside. The gate's open. I'm like, fuck you. All right, where is he? Anyway, this lady comes past. She goes, you have a dog? I'm like, yeah, he goes, he's dead. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's been run over. Some cunt was going 80 k's down the street. Fuck. Flattened him. So someone was walking with their dog at that time, just coincidentally. And your dog went to go cross. My dog went outside and then he went on the street and someone flattened him. So I had to pick up. The dog was splattered. Took him inside, put him in a box, buried him. And uh, that was that. Very hard, very hard. So that was difficult. Uh, very difficult time. But I had to go, all right, this is, we mourn and we move on. There's a few other things that happen in the year, but shit happens. So it's how you deal with those things. And how you can like just learn to deal with things that helped me. So they, they were, the first one was nothing compared to the second one. Yeah, but it's funny you you call them fuck ups because technically neither of those were something you personally did that was detrimental to your progress in your health, your fitness, or your uh, goals. Bo- both my fault because I could have it's checked the gate. I should that should have been locked. He's, he's right. Like he's right. And sorry to say it, but I, I'm reading a book at the moment too, which is yeah, the you, Ten Pillars of Wealth. Right. Yeah. And one of the pillars is at the end of the day, you can't blame anyone else for your fuck ups. It's, just, it's it, my fault. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's yeah. a good way to think about it. Should have locked, shouldn't have the shit in the car. It should have been more. So, what it taught me was to be more prepared. Yeah. Because then you learn from these things, which is great. Stop recovering, start preparing. As fucked up as it is in these situations, and they're fucked yeah. up situations, you, you need to learn from it. It might not be your fault, but it's still your responsibility. You ever had a friend that everything just goes bad for them? Oh, fucking hell. There's these people, you're like, fuck, no, what's, what's the next thing that happens? <laughs> I know, yeah. These are fucking retards. They don't <laughs> think, you know? It's fucking stupid people. I know a guy. One take. One That's going to be a cracker real <laughs> I'll tell you, I swear to God. People are just fucking stupid. They don't think because they drink too much alcohol. They do too much drugs. Their brain isn't functioning. They're not sleeping enough. They're stressed about finances. They're stressed about girls. They don't think about things, bro. They're not being logical, you know? They're not being mature adults and making good decisions. So those people there, get them out of your life. Mm-hmm. Just focus on the good. Johnny's people. back a year later saying the same, same thing. fucking thing. Same shit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> get those people out of your life. You have to. So yeah. you had those tough times, obviously last year. Now I think the where I'm sort of getting at with this is, mm. and I think you've sort of answered is how do you overcome? How do you overcome them? But I feel like two big points to consider is perspective and gratitude. Yeah, in those situations, like, and then could have been worse as well. Could have been worse. Mm-hmm. There's people in, you know, it could have been instead of the dog, it could have been a family member, or you know, it could have been a worse situation. Or, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you're still alive, you're healthy. Like, well, what what lessons? What what? How do you move on from these fucked up situations? Yeah. And well, you can. Uh, you just got to get on with it. Like, 
the fuck you, you got to do? You just have to get Can't on with roll. it. I just had to get on with it. I got clients don't give a fuck about my personal situations. People buying my clothes don't care what I'm going through. Do you care? No, no one gives a fuck. So I stopped giving a fuck. Mm. I just moved on. I mourned. It was a very sad time. But I had to get on with my life. You can't, yeah, you can't dwell. You can't change something that's already happened. So just what, move on. What happened yesterday? It's gone. You can't change it. We've got now this second in this podcast. And what content we can put out to change lives. That workout we got coming up. How good can we put into I'm that so workout? And, what, and then we, how can we prepare ourselves for our futures? And have some fun, bro. Because all this, we need to have fun. Like life is about enjoying it. Having fun and being a shredded fucking sick cunt. <laughs> imagine if we didn't crack one joke this whole podcast. Like, imagine how fucking miserable. No, nah, it'd be boring. Be. You yeah, know? Imagine yeah, how miserable yeah. we'd fucking you, be. You gotta be. You gotta have fun. But I find fun. I like being in shape. It's good. Yeah. Training know? is fun. Yeah, it's fun. I I can't wait to go to the gym. Yeah. And and push myself. Yeah, it's painful. It hurts. It it's not comfortable. But I love it. I can't wait to go. This is my second. It'll be my second session today. I've done an hour cardio. I've done abs, a little rest, and we're going to smash a fucking workout. I'm now. actually scared because I like. No, nah, it won't be too hard. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just train within your limits. You know what I mean? Um, so we'll just we'll have some never sleep and Bob's your uncle. Um, it's pretty good shit. Yeah. Uh, so never home because one thing oh, yeah, and I one thing Krim and I have seen the last twelve months is your uh, like massive push in your brand. Yeah. yeah. And congratulations for it. It's fucking fantastic. Thank Hopping you, off, bro. Like some of the clothes. Like look at this. Sound good, guys. Look at this t-shirt that Krim's wearing again. Have a look at it. Yeah. So that's um that's Ronnie Coleman's body. We've put him on a monster. I've tried to go that Metallica look. Never compromise, yeah. never give up. And we've just gone some oversight. Look, and now look at Johnny's one. People want oversight. That shit. is fucking like yeah. I would wear. Like you could wear that with it's a mad. pair of fucking jeans and and shoes and. But even at the gym. Shoes, shoes, you well, get before. well, with the brand, like fucking Lacoste or something, bro. Dress it up. I just spent a lot of time um, on the clothes. So everything you see, my clothes are custom made. They're not print on demand. I haven't got every fucking shirt I've made is my design by the millimeter. Mm. It takes a lot more time. But that's why my shorts always sell out because my shorts have fucking gone off. Now, unfortunately, I made a little mistake with the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so I've cha- you, know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've, ch- I've changed that now. So all, And that's why I've never paid for an ad for the shorts. I've never, I never paid for an ad because that's brand. when the issue. It's are. all organic, yeah. yeah. So, um, and I made a mistake. You know, I'm not going to talk about it on this. It's people, not a mistake. It's a know. lesson. But it's a lesson. Yeah, yeah it's a lesson. You learn yeah. from it. Now you know. So what now to moving forward, forward. I've, I've changed it, and now it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the brand's been good. I'm really motivated because my goal is to make this as big as possible. I love inspiring people to wear a cool brand. People can relate to it. We're never home. We're doing things like the brand says: never compromise, never give up. Make the podcast. I want it to be a one-stop shop. Got the clothes. Take a fucking mad pre-workout. I've got another pre-workout called Leg Day, just to focus on legs. That's fucked up. Just for legs, because you don't need uh, real, really high pump for our uh, legs. I noticed, so you can you can only put a certain amount of stims and things in each uh, scoop. 100%. So we're transferring a lot of that to be more nootropic based for your legs. You want to get into a zone. Yeah, focused. Yeah. So you, you, you tyrosine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then um, you listen to the music. And you wear the clothes, and you go fuck. This is sick. I'm I'm in the body mood of never because I want to build a tribe. So when you build a brand, you have to think why do people want to be part of a brand? Want to be part of a team, community. a tribe, community. So we I had to set the example of 
literally being never home and working hard because you want to wear things that cool people wear. Do you know what I mean? So I'm trying to be the coolest cunt I can be, mm. which is just being myself really. And show people, you can be a real estate agent, have your nine to five. If you prepare your food, you can do, I've got 24 hours, you got 24 hours. You got 24 hours. What are we doing mm. in those it's, hours? It's funny you say that because again, people will always ask, how does he do it? How does she do it? It's like literally just, you just need to literally make more time. So you need to sleep earlier, wake up earlier and actually use time. Yeah. Use it. Yeah. Like for an example, it's like if we weren't sitting here for let's say an hour, yeah, you, you'd be, you know, he'd be doing contracts, I'd be writing programs, you'd yeah. be, you know, designing new tops. So we're not just sitting here for I, an hour doing fucking nothing. Yeah, you just be productive with your time. And and if you rest too, so I make sure I'm well rested and I take naps as well. So I will take a nap <laughs> yes. whenever I can. It's been crucial for me too, because it's like you think of yourself as a little phone. Recharge, Recharge. boom. That hour or half an hour, man, I'm fuck, it's like I've slept for a week. I can yep. I can go hard again. So if you if you're lucky enough to get a little nap in here and there, crucial. A, a if big thing, sorry, Diana used to tell us is like a lot of people were busy, but they're not being productive. Yeah. So like we all used to do it. I'm sure we used to do it in school. It's like you have this fucking <laughs> assignment to write. It's so true, right? And you spend 20 minutes. Yeah, man. Choosing the title and the color of the title and what fucking size font you're going to do. It's like you just spend 20 minutes making sure the fucking the title of Never Home is green. But you didn't actually fucking write anything about it. <laughs> so you're like you're busy, but you're not actually being productive and contributing to your long-term Well, it's the goals. same as real estate. So in real estate, you can be busy, but you're not doing the dollar productive things. So you 100%. need to focus on the dollar productive activities with Return your Return on investment. So There's activities you can you do. Know, yeah. You know, you, you, could, you could do letter drops for six hours and whatever, or you could, <laughs> you could make some three good prospecting calls. You know why I meet all my clients, bro? I fucking meet them in person. On the, I walk around Oakley half the time saying hi to people in a suit. Oh, he's a real estate agent. They call me. Man, I listed 18 properties in December. That is fucking fantastic. I had 18 fantastic. listings, That's right? Cooked. Good month. Well done. That is yeah. fantastic. And for anyone that doesn't <coughs> know real estate, that is yeah. like... that is. I'm talking average price on these is... Oh, you'd be minimum uh, like... Like 1.5 mil, you know? Like big bucks. Uh, no, it's probably more like 1.8 because some of them, four of them are worth two and a half. Um, and man, you know, I just meet these people at the gym. My listings are from the gym. Speak to people, bro. It's like Speak to people. Let them know you're an agent. So one thing I wanted to talk about, this is crucial for you watching this. Listen to this, all right? If you've got a business, why aren't you pushing yourself on social media? What are you scared of? You're scared of what people think? Don't be. Put yourself out there. Look at these guys. They're doing these, they've done this consistently for a year. It's getting, like, it's getting popular. This podcast, I, use, I see you get some big names on, bro. It's fucking great. That comedian, what's his name? Jamie Zhu. Ibi. Ibi. Yeah. Like, that guy's like, he's pretty well known, yeah? yeah? I saw him like, shit, he's got a big, I was watching his content. Guy's hilarious. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> he's so funny, right? But you're getting good people on because yeah. they know you guys are consistent. Mm. Other podcasts, they start, they stop. They start, they stop. But you guys have been consistent and you got your normal things and you got, you're a team. Yeah. So if you're a, I oh, mean, I see these PTs. Great team. I really, wow, you guys are great. Why aren't you putting yourself out there? Look at Scott Slayman, my coach. Bro, do you know how many clients he's got now because of me? Social media, man. Speaking of people getting the word He out charges there. 170 a week. He's got 100 clients. Wow. You do the fucking maths, bro. You know what? Dude, I've got buying this guy a new house. Wow. 
Think of it. I'm buying this guy a new house. That's from me, bro. Because I told this guy. Mate, you better get getting commission, bro. You you get to live there rent free. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's looking at houses now, right? And I just said, get me a Ducati. That's all I wanted. But he did. He needed to get himself out there because he had the knowledge. And I like helping people. And I'm happy for him. There's no resent. There's no, I fucking love this cunt. I want the best for him. He's got two kids. He's got a wife. If I can change their lives and encourage him, because he he needed some self belief, and he'll tell you this. He's like, I'm not. Yeah. He knows this. He right? was telling us this when he was on. Yeah. He. he need, so we. What we did was though. We did. I put my time out there, and put content, leverage my following, because my following's all organic. It's all it's real. So organic. I put out good content. So every Sunday we did lives for uh, half an hour, putting questions, and then he became the center of knowledge. People actually go, this guy know what he's talking about. Look at Johnny's transformation. And I made the transformation on my own before Scott. You know, I did it myself. But I let him take that and say, hey, you know what, Scotty, use this. And he made me better. So we leverage that. It's marketing. Do you know what I mean? So you need to learn how to market. So if you actually watch my Instagram and what I do, it's a strategy. Mm. I show people what I do, what I work, my real estate. I show people that you can do it. Put, put yourself out there. Get behind the camera. And once you start letting people get to know you, you become a little bit more likable and relatable. And that's how you get eyes because social media now, who controls you? Like who can get the most views on this? It's the time. Mm. You, could, you have the power. Yep. So how powerful can your content be? Get yourself out there. Start talking. Most people won't do it. If you just get behind the camera, you real, do some real estate videos, bro, you're, you're top 1%. Do you know what I mean? You will dominate. But it's hard for people to do that. It takes practice. It's funny because different people are different as well. Because some people have no issue being on a podcast and speaking, you know, in front of people that, like thousands of people that are going to listen. But then like public speaking too is a different thing as well. Like auctioneering as well. I was having a conversation with an auctioneer from our agency and he's, you know, he's the opposite. He's way more better in person in front of people, but then sort of on the spectrum of things of putting yourself out there, like on a podcast, he was like, no, nah, I couldn't do it. It's, 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 uh, it's just an interesting practice. Point. Oh, it just, it's just practice, yeah, man. Literally. Like, come on. We, like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a really cool story. And then my old boss said to me, he goes, Johnny, I'm like, man, I'm fuck. What's going on in my life? He goes, I'll tell you something. Putting you in a time machine right now, you're meeting your 70 year old self. Your 70 year old self's going to say to you, I wish I did all the things I wanted to do when I was in my 20s. But now I'm 70 and it's too fucking late. But guess what? We're going back in time and you're in your 20s now. Do it. Fine. Because you want to think about your 70 year old self? You've gone there. Time machine, look into the future. Make your 70-year-old self proud. Make that guy be the sickest fucking granddad who's done some things, take control of his life, and made an effort. You're going to die anyway. Give it a crack. Mm. Who gives a fuck what anyone thinks at the end of the day? If you know you're doing the right thing, you're not scamming people, you're being good, you're having a bit of fun, and you're being a really good, solid person, fuck what anyone thinks. They're projecting anything bad on you. It's coming from the internal. Exactly right, Karim. So think about that story and your seven-year-old self 
and make that cunt proud. So I think of my seven-year-old self and my 16-year-old self when I want to design these clothes. I think I'll make that little cunt proud. You know, that kid that wanted to make clothes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to do it. I don't want to let him down. You know, so I'm thinking of myself in different versions of people. I'm going to make them all proud. So right now, make myself proud with making a very good podcast where I can change some lives and inspire people. Mm. That's what it's about. So my question for you, I've got two questions for you. Number one is what were your biggest lessons from last year? And then what are your big time goals, if you don't mind sharing, moving forward for as, as a whole, like not just Never Home and like not just real estate, even like you personally, like what's, what do you want to do moving forward? Is it like, is it a financial thing? Is it like mm. a property thing you want to buy X amount for yourself? Yeah, yeah. There's many. So my main focus is to get the brand out there with quality, start the women's range later this year and get the content really good. And then I'm only doing Australia at the moment, open up back to the world and make sure it's the best brand in the world. I see Nike, I'm like, all right, I can do this. So I have to figure it out. It's going to take time as long as I don't quit. So my main focus is the brand. Second is my bodybuilding. I want to make sure that I can get to the top and be the best I possibly can. So now, you know, I can afford the drugs. The expensive, the growth. Just so everyone knows he's not talking <laughs> about like recreational drugs. He's talking yeah. about PEDs. I get the blood work done. I make sure I'm doing it healthy. I'm not pushing myself too hard because I really enjoy it. I fucking love bodybuilding. I'm so passionate about it. I, I love every aspect of it. It's I've loved it since I was a kid, so I'm not going to let it go. It's what I'm passionate about. And I want to set up a future with my girlfriend. So we, we want to continue. Because we, we, you're young, right? You, I think you still need to... It's, it's a fine line, but you still need to have a little bit of fun in life and go on little trips and holidays and kind of budget for it. Because I'm not the richest guy in the world right now. So I, I budget for things. We, you That's know, a whole other thing in itself. Yeah, you know what Fuck. I mean? Because the business right now, pumping a lot of money into it, you know? So all my, what the strategy is my real estate. Fuels this. Fuels my lifestyle, my bodybuilding, and then anything excess goes into the business. And that's why now I'm, I'm, I'm doing world-class products. So this jacket here, will freak the fuck out. I promise you. It will. Because I thought, man, it's so cold in the mornings. I need a good puffer jacket. So I designed one. So this is, you can make puffer jackets and you can make puffer jackets. So if you see this right, um, I'll put it on to show it's you. It's got a hood and everything as well. It's so got the neck, neck warmer. Neck warmer. Zip, the, the hoodie detaches. Drawstrings that make it tighter. It's a cracker. Bring your mic up towards yourself so you can stand up and just bring your mic a little bit closer. When I, when I designed this, can you, can you hear that? Story? Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's cracker. Good, that's good. Um, you see on the back there, just really simple. Yeah. Like, the coordinates of Melbourne. The coordinates of Melbourne. I wanted to make sure this was, you could take this off. That looks so sick even without the hoodie. Yeah, it does. That looks so cool. Like, again, wear that with some jeans and some shoes. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. But the, the most important thing with that's this cracker. The most important thing is Gold? No, no, no. It's it's what's on the inside. This is this is duck feathers. So it, it's not a vegan, guys. Just letting you know. Yeah. So <laughs> some some ducks have been sacrificed for this, right? <laughs> okay. Because it's the best quality. Yeah, it is. 
So now I've stepped up the quality, but to do the duck feathers, you know how much more it cost me? Sorry to cut you off, just so you guys understand. So I've got a North Face jacket and exactly. they use duck feathers. Yeah. Yeah, just so, so you guys so understand. Have a look at this. When you see it, you'll be like, holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm even getting custom molds for the buttons to be made with the Never Home logo. Fucking hell. It's, it's insane. And it's I'm all in the details. Can I just I want to feel it? And I've got Easter eggs coming in, right? So these are the products. Easter eggs? An Easter egg is a surprise on a product. Oh, okay. And when you wear it, oh, you go, that's, holy. That's like feel a lot that is. It's, like yeah. it's quality, yeah. So, but it cost me $40 extra each one to make yep. with DuckDow. But I wanted to get the product out because I know people will love this. Because I loved it. I need something. You know, it's so fucking cold in the morning in Melbourne. Oh, Bro, you wear that thing, it's too hot. Like, it's freaking boiling. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to step it up. But this. Stuff costs money to get the designs done and all this shit. So um, I just my, I just want to blow this motherfucker up because I love it so much, bro. And and the feedback I'm getting is unbelievable. So now if you if you buy from me, right? Because I'm thinking a little one percenters. I want people to get so everything sent express, so you get it pretty quickly. And then if someone places an order, I'll text them instantly. So it'll tell me the name. I go, hey Karim. Um, it's Johnny, the team at Neverhome want to thank you for your purchase and your support. I've got a video that they get. And in the video, I'll show you. Because I'm thinking, man, how can I differentiate yeah, yeah, myself? Exactly. What a difference. With my business, right? So I'll, I'll give you an example. And these are the things, you, you need to do little one percenters with business to stand out. So it's all about the one percenters. So Karim, so here, right? I don't know if you can see that. Yep. But if I just write TTT space, oh, sorry, TTT space, the team at Everhome would like to thank you for your support. And then the video comes up. Oh, so you've made it a shortcut and a link. you, you got to do shortcuts in your iPhone, right? The little 1% oh, as you say, it's one. And then it's a video of me. And it'll say... Well, I just want to say a massive thank you for purchasing and supporting Neverhome. That's sick. And of course, keep in mind, remember what the brand's about. Inspiring the uninspired and never compromise and never give up. So it's a, it comes from my number. So any, anyone who purchases gets my phone number. People text me now. When's this coming out? When's that coming out? I interact with people. So I'm just thinking how good can I make this? How good can I make the customer experience? How good can I build this tribe? And people need to do that with all their businesses too. Because in business, what I've realized is I don't focus on the dollars at all. It's the end product, but I'm, it's about the why. Like Simon Sinek has a great book, Start With Why. Oh, oh bro. All right, one thing I want to do is Johnny. It's been too long. No, no. Oh, I just want to. Before I forget, is yes. I want you to name your top audio books for our audience. Top three. Let's go top three. Oh uh, yeah. No, there's a lot. Top five. Top, top five. five. Top five. Let, all right. So let's. Oh, I've actually. Can I give you a few interesting ones that you should listen to? Yes. Right, do that. that, that no one's heard of. And then tell ladies us, ladies and gentlemen, listen up. And then tell you us, you want to fucking better yourself, 2023. This okay. is it. So this one. Is um, this your top five? Is this just? General? This is not top five, okay, but cool. I just want. Uh, these are like some. Uh, what do you call it? There's um. Uh, there's a word for it. it's like uh, anyway I can't think of it now. okay <laughs> okay this one's pretty okay oh this is really for, for anyone but especially for guys okay because this helped me a lot it's called the appearance of power yeah how masculinity is expressed through aesthetics okay by Tana Guzzi you need to take a leak no, no. <laughs> so um, 
that book there. Can can I screenshot and send it to you? you Absolutely. Put it on the screen. We'll put it on the screen. So we'll put it. So guys, we're just going to put all this on the screen. Appearance of Tower. Okay. There's that that one that one's very very interesting. Are you just through that now, or I read that like a year ago, right? Um, all all the basic ones, everyone's already read. But I'll give you a few. There's this one called Tribes by Seth Godin, which is pretty good. But the top three, I'll give you my top three. Okay, now. I've been raving about this book for a long time. I've said it before, but I'm a big fan of Mel Robbins. Yeah. And and you have to listen to this book. Download it, listen to it, kiss me later. <laughs> it was uh, one of your top audio, audio books. Top audio books. Okay. Yeah. Number one, The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. Unbelievable. You'll get a bit emotional in that book too. Very, very good. Okay. That's my number one book. Number two, you got to listen to this book, okay? Unbelievable. It'll change your life. It'll level you up to new extremes on how to manage your emotions. It's called The Practicing Stoic by Ward Farnsworth. The Practicing Stoic, okay? Oh, that, that's got me. You have to... F- I'm boys. And everything else is just... There he is. <laughs> it, it, unbelievable. I, I don't even want to keep it a secret. It's that good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, another good one, which is, uh, this is probably my, 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 I've got too many. Oh, can I give you two more? Yeah. Good I for said you? top five. Yeah. Oh, top five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, top five. This one's good for, for you guys too. Cause I struggle with this cause I'm such a nice guy. You, once you learn to have difficult conversations with people, you oh, fucking I need game changer, game changer. Cause I'm, I'm too nice sometimes, right? Yeah, your house is not worth that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. This one here, right? How to Have Impossible Conversations by Peter Boghossian and James Lindsay. How to Have Impossible Conversations. Very good, especially when you're in sales. Because in sales, you're a bit of a yes man sometimes. Once you learn to say no, bro. Because I'll, I'll, I'll give you one tip. Uh, I'll finish the book, so I'll tell you one fucking mind-changing thing that's going to level you up. Um, the yes men in real estate didn't make it. I'm not sure about your, like where you are, but <laughs> the ones that said yes to everything, they just don't last. Uh, absolutely. Um, oh, there's too many good ones here. <laughs> how many have I given you? There's uh, only you've given us, I think, four. So one, more, so one, one more. One more. Oh, no. Top five. You've got us some good ones, don't you? Um, and then we'll do honorable mentions. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, it's probably this one's called Do Hard Things by Steve Magnus. Do Hard Things. So, so you see, I've read all these books, man. I've read so many books and I keep thinking about these things when I do it and I might be tired or in the kitchen or whatever I'm doing. Oh, I just fucking do it now, cunt. And it's not that hard. You know, when you feel like, oh, God, I've got to fold the clothes. I've got to do the washing. It's actually not that hard. Like, it's such a simple task. Like so just- easy, but you feel like you've done so much, I'll do it later. But I started doing all those things straight away and then I'm like, oh, shit, I've just got some time. Go wash the car. Do it quickly. You know, being really super organized in my personal life. Once your personal life's really organized at home, everything else is flows well, man. Um, because your body always wants to choose the path of least resistance for everything. I lying on the bed and watching TikToks. The hardest moment (laughs) for my life uh, in 2022 was when I was in Vietnam. I got food poisoning. Oh no! And I was in hospital. So you didn't post that. No one knows. No one knows. I was fucked. What did you eat? Uh, foe. I had a beef foe. Yeah, I got a photo of myself crying from how much pain I was in. I thought I was going to die. I, I've actually got it on my phone. I was, it was really hard. I was in so much pain. 
I was, uh, and I had I had a flight to come home, and I nearly didn't get on the flight. I'm like, motherfucker, you're getting on this fucking flight, and you're going to suffer for eight hours. So, so it's was on, towards the end of the trip. So the end of the trip last. I didn't I didn't go to Halong Bay because I was sick. I was too sick, and I'm I'm happy to suffer. So the reason I'm bringing this up was because uh, on on the plane, the, f- the flight attendant said. We, if you're really bad, we have, we'll turn the flight around and you're going to piss a lot of people off. So you, I don't want you to fly if you're not well. I said, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up. I was on that plane. <laughs> I, I, I was throwing up and shitting at the same time in the toilet. Fuck. The pain I was in was the worst pain I've nearly ever experienced. I remember sitting in the toilet going, I'm going to die. Like, this is not good. I'm fucked. This is so, like this, whatever I've got now is unbearable. I suffered seven hours on that plane. And when I did it, what got me through was another book called Man's Search for Imagine Meaning. Imagine shitting yourself and just listening to an audio book. <laughs> no, you didn't fucking, wasn't listening to it while he was shitting and vomiting. Why not? No, I was. I was just sitting to it while I was. <laughs> and it's called Man's Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankel. Now he's a Holocaust survivor. Oh, yeah, fuck. And uh, he was seeing his friends, uh, uh, the first their subcontinuous body fat went, then all their muscle went, and then they starved to death in front of them. They were getting like two grapes a day and a piece of bread. And they were working these people in the Holocaust. Some cut. And I was, listening, ready. I was listening to this, and I'm like, eh, the fuck am I complaining about? These, these guys are, you know, this in the Holocaust, bro. But that got me through Man's Search for Meaning. So that's another book that I highly recommend. Did Goggins get in your head as well at any point? I don't rate Goggins. You don't rate him? No. Why is that? Did you listen to his book? I didn't. Yeah, I did. And I honestly thought it's it's okay. Um, not as not as great as everyone's sort of it, made it. it he's good. No, he I shouldn't say that. He's a, he's incredible. But when you hear shit like this, Man's Search for Meaning, that's a that's a book. You know, that this guy's survived the Holocaust. And what he went through and wrote about it. So I that's what got me through that really tough time when I was that was fun. <laughs> but now <laughs> everything else is easy. Are you put are you put off phone now? I'll, oh, just, you I'll, I'll eat it again. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's all right. Like you can't you can't you know. Alrighty, Johnny. Yeah. What what's your take home for everyone leading into coming into twenty twenty three? How wanna, how are we gonna execute our year? Oh yeah. Um do you wanna yeah. Uh, d- doesn't stress. Look, oh. we'll, don't worry about that. I'm, I've got a pre-workout coming. I was going to talk about it, but we'll, when it launches, uh, stay it's, tuned. It's coming. It's, it's a little bit. Hot. It's a little bit too strong now, un- unfortunately. So we need to uh, tone it down a little bit because it does make you a little bit anxious when you train. That's mad. But we'll see what you think too. Like I sweat on it too. That's I mad. Had this formulated. So excited. Um, I can. The take for twenty twenty three is this. Uh you got to fucking work your ass off. You have to. Too many cunts are saying, take it easy. You know, look after yourself. I know, fuck that. You got to be a beast. You can do a lot in a year. You have to be meticulous with where you spend money. And like I said before, who you spend your time with. Fuck the social events. Fuck the clubbing. Fuck the drugs. Focus on being the best version of yourself for at least one year and watch the progress you'll make. 
and get fit. Work out. Every fucking meal you look at, think about what it's going to do, how it's going to benefit you or make you worse. Because when you have a bad meal, it's not about the bad meal, but it's the opportunity cost of the good meal you could have had too. There's a balance. So they accumulate quickly. If you had five bad meals in a row, you're fucked. So just look at yourself like an Olympian. Try it for one year. And what's the progress you make? It'll change your life. That's how I think. That's a takeaway. That's huge. Alrighty. Massive words of inspiration. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up another episode. Juicy, baby. <laughs> of the life pod. Fucking juicy. Oh, thanks so much. Right, let me quickly tell you the ingredients on this. Can I tell you? Yes. yes, yes, oh, yes. Never so, sleep. Okay, cool. So this is what's in never sleep. All right. So I wanted to, up. I'm doing subs now that fuck it. You know why? <laughs> I can. So f- why not? Okay. Six grams citrulline malate, uh, 3.2 grams better alanine. Wow. One gram of agmatine sulfate, one gram of tyrosine, 400 Cars. milligrams of alpha GPC. Bro. 20 milligrams of new pept, 300 milligrams of caffeine, 100 milligrams of English walnut extract, 150 milligrams of theocrine, five milligrams of bioprene. So this, this is like here. Bouge! <laughs> Can you see? Bouge. It's fucking, I'll send, you, I'll send it to you. That's uncivilized. It's, um, That's what you should call it. Un- you call it the uncivilized pre-workout. Uncivilized. Oh, it's good. It's going to make no money because it costs too much to make. <laughs> Never home because so, you're in the hospital. Can you see that? <laughs> <laughs> they're, the, they're the ingredients. You can copy it if you want. <laughs> you're, you're, you're never home because you're always training because you can't sleep. Put it in there now. Have a sip. But um, hey, thanks so much, guys. Like, oh, First, I want to say my girlfriend loves this show. Thank you, man. She really it. loves what you do. Yeah, it's a little. It's very strong. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. This thing. It's don't take it after three p.m. You will not sleep. So we'll have a nap. Yeah, um, we're have but keep now. doing what you're doing. I love what you do. Thanks for having me on and let me speak. I really like it. Hope I didn't speak too much. No, never. Fucking never. amazing. And everything it. you say, honestly, yeah. has just been like, and that's what we want to create for our audience yeah. and our community. Some like, quality. Yeah. yeah. So like you have your never home community. We're all about giving back to our listeners as well and helping them throughout their journey of, of life. And You're helping people, man. Yeah. You're getting good people on. So I'll let you wrap it up. Let's go listen. All right. Fucking lights, <laughs> baby. All right. So again, that wraps up another episode of The Juicy. Live Pod. Johnny Starr, thank you very much for coming on. For those new followers that are new to the show, if you haven't already, please follow Johnny Starr on Instagram. Look at his legs. Have comment a look, on his have reels. A look, have a look at him, guys. Bouge. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to another episode of The Live Pod and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Take care, thank you.